What's up, guys? Welcome to episode one of In the Press Box. We are so excited that all of you are joining us here. And uh, my name is Benjamin. I'm one of the hosts here. And I cannot be more excited to get to do this podcast and uh, give you guys the latest sports news. And yeah. Hello, guys. My name is Aiden Lee. I'm so excited for this podcast, and I just wanted to say thanks to everyone that is listening. I love to watch and play many sports. I'm also twins with host Alex. I love covering sports, and I can't wait for future podcasts to come. Hi, guys. I'm Alex. I'm the third host. In this episode, we'll go over the trade deadline, um, the MLS championship slash MLS cup. We also will be doing finishing up the World Series, and we'll also be going over this weekend's major games, including a segment over SEC football championships, and we'll make some hot takes while we predict next week's biggest games. If you have any feedback or want to be featured in a show, please email us at tlees5588, capital T-L-E-E-S, 5588 at gmail.com. Like Aiden said, I'm his twin brother. I don't play any sports, but I used to play soccer and basketball, and I'm excited for this podcast. Thanks for listening. Well, all right, everyone. So, welcome to In the Press Box. Um, so, let's start off with some of our major headlines, and let's how about we start off with the World Series here? So, what are you guys' thoughts on the World Series, how that's gone so far? At the beginning of the series, I uh, I thought for sure that the Astros were going to win. But um, they have been struggling. And also the Phillies have a game ahead of them. And they're playing tonight. So that will probably change by the time you're all, y'all guys are listening to this. They have been struggling. And the Phillies have a game ahead of them and tied in the World Series. They also, they also tied the World Series home run record for a game last or. Two nights ago, last night, I can't remember. So the Phillies, I got the Phillies coming. So, um, like the when the World Series uh started, or like kind of like when I knew when what two teams would be in the World Series, I thought the Astros were going to win, but the Phillies lead the series right now two one, and and then for so for Game Four, that is today, I believe that the Phillies since they're home. Um, they get that home advantage, but also I think they played really well so far here. I got the Phillies winning this, and then now lead the Phillies to lead the series three one. And and then so yeah, I think uh the Astros will win game five. So I think Phillies in six. But so far this has been a really uh interesting World Series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has been a really interesting World Series. Certainly, Philly is excited to have. You know, the World Series there. Uh, I think I agree with Aiden that I think that the Phillies are going to win this game, which you guys already know the result. Um, but I think I think the next game, you know, Thursday night, I think that the Astros are going to uh, find a way to stay alive, especially because they have Verlander on the mound. And I just feel like, you know, playoff Verlander can be really dominant. Uh, so, yeah, but it's been a fun series so far. Yeah, and I think what kind of what you were going back is, um, I think the Phillies definitely probably have a really good chance, um, because they got to win two games compared to Astros three, but like y'all guys said, is 
the the Astros are not just gonna let them take the World Series. They're gonna battle hard for it, and it may even lead to some Philly struggles to pull off the win or pull off the series to come in the pull off the underdog year for the Phillies. Yeah, and if you like, and if you live in Philadelphia right now, you have to be happy with your uh, local team's performances. I mean, uh, the the Eagles and the Phillies are both playing really well right now. And the soccer team. Yeah, yeah, the Philadelphia Union and the MLS, they made the final. Yeah, so if you live in Philadelphia or just any fan of the Philadelphia teams, you have to be happy about uh, these professional, the pro sports, your pro sports team right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, does anyone else have any final thoughts? And if not, Maybe we move to Thursday night football. Yeah. Thursday night football and then. And then, like, yeah, then maybe I'm going to get some MLS action there. Mm-hmm. So Thursday night football here, we have the undefeated Eagles taking on the Texans. Should, you know, the Eagles should win big, but I mean, I'm not sure. Texans, they able to retain Brandon Cook through the trade deadline. Uh, can the Texans pull off the upset? What do you guys think? I, you know what, I, I like, I like underdogs. Under, whenever I don't like either teams really to win, I am always go for the underdog. But just to, just, I don't see it. Um, especially how dominant Eagles were and, um, last week and all the other previous weeks. They're beating the Eagles are beating um, six and one teams, and like even like the Texans, the Texans got I wouldn't say destroyed, but did not do great at all to a struggling Titans. So um, yeah, Alex, I agree with you. Um, they didn't really do good at all against the Titans. I mean, Ryan Tannehill was out, and Malik Willis got a chance to start. But if They're you really look back at that game, bad. Derek Henry was the one that really carried the team. I mean, Malik Willis didn't even, you know, pass the ball that much. So we got to give credit to Derek Henry. But uh, the, for the Eagles and Texans game, I just don't see the Texans uh, close. Like, I don't even see it close to beating, to beating the Eagles. I mean, they're struggling right now on turning the ball over. They got seven turnovers compared to the Eagles' two turnovers. And I just don't think that – that's really is going to help them at all. I mean, you got to think the Eagles are averaging like 28 points a game compared to Texans 16.6. So just all around the Eagles is just doing really good. So I just don't see the Texans. I, I want the Texans to win. Um, that I really do, but I just don't see it happening. I just think the Eagles are a good team, and I think they're going to end up you know, winning this game. So I guess you already know my prediction for that, but I just don't see the Texans Upsetting the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. like you were sorry, like what you saying about Derrick Henry. He won uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a that's great. Um, but yeah, for me, I mean, honestly, AJ Brown has been dominant. He led the way last week with three TDs and 156 yards against the Steelers. Um, and like you know, like you guys have been saying, the Titans really just ran the football. Malik didn't throw really a lot, right? 
and the Titans were still able to win. I feel like the Texans are struggling, and they're probably going for some high draft picks at this point in the season. But, I mean, you never know. Anything can happen. I mean, it's prime time. The Texans, I believe, are at home here. So, I mean, anything can happen. But I agree with you guys. I see the Eagles winning pretty big. Yes, yeah, three pretty big. And also, I like – have you seen that they pull – they're going to pull out their um, all-red helmets with their all-red jerseys? Yes, I did see that. The little – what do they call that? Color rush? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to look nice. Those, look, those actually do look pretty nice. I got to give the Texans a lot of credit there. So, yeah, I mean, the Texans are probably going to be going for some high draft picks. And how far do you think the Eagles can go undefeated? Do you guys have an idea? Um, I definitely think I definitely think they do have a good chance to um, go all the way. Oh, they, wow. I think they, I think in a few few weeks they had their playing – the Bills, let me um, relook at their schedule. So, Alex, why do you look at their schedule? Do I I don't think any – like, I feel like it's extremely hard to go undefeated. Um, I mean, you even if you, you have, already. like, the Eagles playing teams like Texans, Commanders, and Colts, um, you know, not really good teams, you got to think that, you, to, you know, keep the momentum here is really hard because you never know. I mean, football – is uh, that's what I love about football is it, it could be a very unpredictable sport so we never know um we got ups we could have an upset here and there but where I see the Eagles losing first is maybe I'm I maybe the Colts I think the Colts could upset the Eagles here in like two weeks and if not the week after that which they'll play the Packers but I mean the Eagles looking. They look to. They playing the after the Texans. They'll play the Commanders, the Colts, then the Packers, and you know those. You know those teams. They're not really uh, good so far. But we still have to see how those teams perform uh, before they play the Eagles. And yeah, I mean they play the Titans as well on December fourth. So I, I'm really interested to see how uh, the Eagles, um, you know, finish the season. But. I don't, you know, just it's the NFL and it's football, so I don't really have, I don't really think they'll go undefeated, but I think they'll definitely, you know, make the playoffs, and I think they can go on a good playoff run in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, personally, I feel like if they don't have any injuries or any setbacks here, I could see them going pretty much undefeated almost for the whole regular season, but I could see them losing to the Cowboys. That's on Christmas Eve, the day before Christmas. I could see the Cowboys, since the Cowboys are at home, maybe they could win. Uh, I could also see them losing to the Packers, too, like you guys said. But, I mean, I don't know. The Eagles look really good. The Texans are certainly rebuilding. So, tomorrow night will be an interesting one to see, you know, two franchises in different stages. Yeah, and I couldn't say what y'all just said um, better because – it is impossible, pretty much impossible for a team to go undefeated, and um, they got to lose to some, some way or somehow. And I think it's gonna be the Cowboys or the Packers. So one of those teams are gonna just sadly gonna ruin their streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do what should we do here next? Do you want to go deadline? Since we're already all right, trade NFL. deadline. Let's do this trade deadline. So. All right, what do you what are you guys' trades? What's your updates and all that? So I have TJ Hawkinson 
who was traded on Tuesday this week. And the Detroit Lions traded Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions traded Hawkinson, uh, uh, the Lions traded Hawkinson, a 2023 fourth round pick, a 2024 fourth round pick to the Minnesota Vikings in exchange for a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 third round pick. These two teams are NFC North rivals and still have a division matchup. So they've already played against each other this season and they still have a division matchup ahead of the season. And the Vikings are hot right now at 6-1. and one. They're only lost to the Eagles. Meanwhile, the Lions are struggling at 1-6. and six. So... Do you, I have some questions for y'all guys. Do you think the Lions will struggle e- even more without their tight end? Do you think the Vikings will even be even better by adding Hawkinson to the depth chart? So what do you guys kind of think about this Hawk, the TJ Hawkinson trade and all that? Well, I definitely think um, it will change. Because um, TJ Hawkinson is a all-star tight end, and I think he definitely could get some more Weapons out there, and just add another big man to the their receiving core, and I think that could definitely play out a role in NFC North Syria, uh, NFC North division for a while because he is a young guy, and if he doesn't get traded, um, the Packers are starting to decline, the Vikings are starting to go up, and that really could make the Vikings a top contender every year for the NFC North. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, I think certainly the Lions are gonna definitely not do as well. Uh, again, probably another team going for high draft picks. I certainly wonder if they move on from Goff after the season, but that's for another time. And then Hawkinson on the Vikings, I think he's a really, really good asset, especially because I heard that their uh, tight end Irv Smith was just added, I think, to the IR or he's injured, so. I feel like Hawkinson is a really good addition, especially for when Smith is injured. But even past that, I feel like Hawkinson is one of the, honestly, one of the most underrated players, in my opinion. And I think he's going to be a great addition to the Vikings. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, Hawkinson definitely not, I don't think he's on that elite level as uh, the elite tight ends as like of Travis Kelsey, uh, George Kittle, or or, you know, any of these other people. But definitely, TJ Hawkinson um, is a really good tight end. And, you know, him being uh, added to the depth chart of the Minnesota Vikings, I definitely think they will improve. And I don't think the Lions are going to do any better. So I agree with I agree with you, Benjamin. So what was your uh, news for the trade deadline? So my news for the trade deadline is the Steelers – um, have traded wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Chicago Bears in exchange for a second round draft pick. Pick uh, Chase Chase Claypool went to Notre Dame. You know, certainly seemed like that star receiver, that star man in Pittsburgh, and he really was really good in Pittsburgh. Um, but you know, they end up moving on, and it was time for him to go. And now he finds himself in Chicago with Justin Fields who could certainly use some receivers. So what do you guys think? Is this is this a good addition for the Bears and for the Steelers? What are your thoughts on them, you know, saying goodbye to Chase Claypool? Um, Sorry. You go. Uh, so I think for the Bears, 
um, side, like for their team, uh, acquiring uh, Chase Claypool is definitely something good for Justin Fields. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, just having him uh, as a target to have is something, um, you know, he will be playing against with like Bayless Jones Jr., uh, Darnell Mooney, and, you know, uh, just wide receivers. Um, so just having him chase Claypool as another receiver is really good. And as far as the Pittsburgh Steelers is, I don't really know what they could get with the picks that they traded for. Um, but, you know, obviously, I think they need to rebuild. But I just don't know where the Steelers are um, going to do without Chase Claypool. So that's my thought. Yeah, so kind of what um, Aiden was saying, that it was also with Steelers being like that, they, it is a uh, is it a second round pick, Benjamin? Yeah, second round pick. Only a second round pick. But you think um, next year's draft, twenty twenty three draft, is going to be really stacked, and I think a second round is could be a big steal. Like Hinton Hooker is probably going to second round, so they may be able to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, they could. I don't is, know. Is Aiden here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, easier. I just, uh, you guys, I just, I just feel like a second is just not enough. You yeah. know, I feel like, like you would at least need another, maybe fourth or, you know, a second, maybe a third round pick from next year or two years uh, ahead of time. You know, but definitely not a second round pick or just a second round pick for uh, a good t- uh, wide receiver um, as Chase Claypool is. So I definitely think that. He's definitely worth more than just a second round pick. Yeah, I just Chase Claypool for a second round. And if you're if you're a Bears fan, you're saying, Oh my goodness, finally we've you know, kind of felt like we've gone out and gotten someone there for fields to throw to besides Mooney, really. Mooney and Valus Jones, go Vols, I mean, baby. Yeah, go Vols. Go Vols, but keep in mind I think what, Valus Jones is a rookie, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so I mean at the University of Tennessee. Yes, go Vols. Not all, yeah, I mean, we're going to preview that in just a second here. But, like, you know, I feel like I feel like if you're the Bears, you know, you're pretty happy. But, you know, they obviously got rid of some defensive people. So, I mean, I don't really know. So, one of – are we done with um, Chase Claypool? Yeah, we're done with Chase Claypool. I think we can go to the next trade. I want to do yeah. mine. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, just kidding. Uh, Calvin Ridley. I had Calvin Ridley and – we all know this year he was suspended, but he won't be able to play until so he won't be able to play until next year. And the Falcons received a twenty twenty three fifth round pick or a sixth round pick that hasn't been closed yet. And they also received a two hundred uh twenty twenty four selection that could escalate all the way to a second rounder if he reaches certain milestones that's not disclosed. And um I know it's a Fascinating trade because he it won't be an instant impactor, but it has the potential to be a game changer for the Jacksonville's Jaguars offense because um as soon as next year and um 
I think that may be able to give them a little boost to win the struggling AFC South. Yeah. As um, Tra- Lawrence's go-to weapon for the receiver's position. What do you guys think about that trade? Oh, I think it's definitely like a weird trade. It's not like a, anything like pops out. It's just like a interesting trade, and I think I think we won't be able to get really know the answer until next year and see how it plays out and who they get with those draft picks. Yeah, I agree with you, Alex. It's very a really interesting trade, and I was gonna say as well. Um, you know, next year we'll just have to see. So, yeah, it was basically you kind of summed up basically what I was gonna say about it. But yeah, it's a very interesting trade. Um, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, you know, Calvin Ridley suspended. I think it's kind of his last shot to prove himself, honestly, really. And He's been dealing with injuries. Yeah, he's been lot. dealing with injuries, and then, of course, he's suspended, and then, you know, all of that. But, I mean, I think he, I think he could actually be a pretty good addition next year, especially once he learns that offense and, you know, gets adjusted to Jacksonville. Could be could actually be someone pretty good for Lawrence to throw to. Exactly. So now let's move on to the next segment. It is Benjamin, your favorite segment. You know what it is. Let's go MLS Cup preview. Plus, just at the very tail end, the MLS announced their MVP for the season. So let's dive right into it. So the MLS Cup is back with the Philadelphia Union taking on Los Angeles FC. Uh, the Union um, are a, you know, balanced team. They've gotten really far, uh, led by Daniel Gazdag, their star man. Um, the Union do have one of the best goalkeepers in the league with in Andre Blake, so he's going to need to have a big game because – LAFC are led by uh, Carlos Vela, Gareth Bale, and uh, Giorgio Chiellini. Um, so the, that is a massive, massive attack. And I think right now my keys for the union is just weather the storm. It's going to be loud in Los Angeles. Um, and, you know, Blake, their goalkeeper, needs to have a really big game if they want to have a shot at winning this. So... The action all takes place um, on Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Um, So that's the MLS Cup side of things. And now really quickly, an update with the MLS MVP. Our local guy, Hani Mukhtar uh, from Nashville SC, just won the MVP yesterday. Mukhtar had 23 goals and 11 assists on the season. Amazing. That's year. I know, right? That is amazing to hear and all that. Um, so with all of that said, who do you guys think will win the MLS Cup? Do you think the high, you know, power attack of LAFC who are the favorites, or do you think it's going to be the underdog Philadelphia Union looking to steal one and win the cup? Who do you guys think? Like I said, I like to go for the underdogs, and I got the Phillies winning tonight. Why not the Philadelphia Union? Because they're led by veterans, and didn't they win it last year? 
Uh, no, Philadelphia Union did not win it last year, but they made it really far. So who, who won it last year? So I don't think the Philadelphia Union has won an MLS Cup they have before. Not. I don't believe they have. So you know, for them well, to win, win it, it why why not win it now? Yeah, so for them to win the MLS Cup is, I feel like, for their fan base and just for them as a franchise will be uh, super, super good. So I'm going to go with the underdog as well. I think Philadelphia Union could definitely win the MLS Cup. And then last question here. So Hani Mukhtar uh, from National SC, 23 goals and 11 assists on the season. Do you guys have any thoughts on just that incredible season that Hani had? I think he could have. Won it last year with an amazing um, year last year. You're right. You're right. Um, ever since coming to Nashville, his game definitely has stepped up. And with Nashville's key players that he has on his side with Walker Zimmerman, Zimmerman and CJ Sapong with him. And I think they're really good backup players to really guide the MVP. And who doesn't love Honey? Exactly. Honey, our man. You guys, uh, Aiden, you got any thoughts? I mean, I, I, I don't. You know, I don't really watch the MLS, but you know, he is a local. He's on our local, the local team, and I just want to. I just think that you know the statistics that he has. Um, I know how soccer works, so you know to have that many goals, uh, in soccer, it's just really good. He definitely does deserve, uh, the MVP. So yeah. All right, you guys. So let's have what? You, what? What do you want to do for our next segment? I'll Just do remember. the twenty questions segment, guys. Right. If y'all don't know how this works, um, so Aiden and Benjamin will work on a team to uh, ask a combined twenty questions to guess my player from any sport. It can't be a too big of a player. It can't be just a random player. Kind of in between player. Um. And we'll kind of keep up points. I don't know if there's a big, if there's a winner or not. We're just kind of playing this for fun to break up and kind of talk a little bit more. Y'all can learn more about us in these questions. All right. So I can't wait. Yeah. Who's so whose turn is Alex's turn to right. have the athlete? So and also he forgot to mention. Uh, you we are allowed to have. He's allowed to give us one hint only about what his player could be. But to make things interesting, I'd like to ask questions before we get a hint because it would be dumb if we asked the hint before um, we get to know the trying to kind of a little closer to knowing what the player is. So yeah, you are allowed one hint. All right. So who wants to start? Who wants to start? How about Aiden? You want to ask a question first? Yes. Are they in the NFL? No. Okay. Uh, are they in the NBA? Yes. Okay. Are they in the Western Conference? What'd you say? Are they in the Western Conference? Yes. Okay. Um let's think. Um I'm gonna go with the team here. Are, are they on the Golden State Warriors? No. Okay. Are they on the Boston, no, not the Boston Celtics. Are they on the the? Are they on the Minnesota Timberwolves? No. 
Um, are they in the Northwest Division? Northwest Division, they are not. Are they on the Suns? They are not on the Suns. How many more questions do you got? Uh, okay. Hold on. What are we at here? How many each have we asked? Four each? Yes. All right. Dang. Okay. Um, are they on the South or are they, are they on the Pacific Division? Yes, they are. And yeah. just so you know, you've already said the Warriors, so they're not on the Warriors. Yeah. So. So it's either uh, going to be the Suns, the Lakers, the Kings, and the Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. So are they on the. Are they, are they on the Clippers? They are. Oh. Um. Is it Paul George? No, but that was that was I was going to pick him. Are they above? Are they are do they are they taller than six five? No, they're not taller than six five. Dang. Um. Wait a minute. What do you what do you guys find the height of these players here? Look oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. I see. I've got it. Um, so they're not higher than six five. Is it John Wall? It is not John Wall. Oh, I thought it was. Is it Reggie Jackson? It is not Reggie Jackson. Um, let's think. Not higher. Is it Jason Preston? Nope. How many questions y'all at? I think what was that? Is that seven each? Or yeah, eight? so fourteen. Um, is it Norman Powell? No. Uh, so you said it's not. They're not taller than six five. They are not taller than six five. Correct. Is it okay? Is it Luke? Is it Luke Kennard? It is. Let's go. Let's go. So Luke Kennard or Kennard is that how you say it? Yes, and that is correct. Uh, just so you know, guys, they they do kind of suck this game. <laughs> last week we we last or last week we kind of made like when we were planning this out, we did a test, and I carried Benjamin. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's um, just say I w- I wasn't doing so well during our practice run. And um, also, before we go on to predictions, we're going to SEC Championship. But let's talk about the predictions real quick. Also, we did like a little prediction like um, practice. And we he kind of wagered a little bit. And he ended up negative 15. And we ended up – I ended up with 32. Um, and he ended up with 24. But that that's only Saturday's games. We we did not add in NFL games yet. Yeah, true. So I wasn't doing so well. Uh, no, not really. I really thought that Florida was going to win last week. Uh, I definitely am regretting that pick. And see, I'm all gonna, my four my upset picks came true. Yeah, I'm like Forest and the um, Louisville. All I'm going to say here is uh, my upset pick this week is. 
certainly an upset. That's all I'm going to say. Is it Clemson versus Notre Dame? Wait, no, that's not. No, I'm not giving it away. Okay. All right. Right now is my favorite part of the time. Let's go. It is SEC championship playout with Georgia, Tennessee. And, of course, we got Alabama and LSU. I can't wait for these matchups this Saturday. Who can? (laughs) So, Andy, I'm going to talk real quick first. I'm going to have to do a few things quick. Real quick. Give me, like, five minutes so y'all talk. And then I'll do my amazing part. Just go on mute. Just go on mute. All right. So, for this, I mean, for the SEC championship, we're really looking into the games this week between Tennessee versus Georgia. And then for the for the West, we're looking uh, into the um, the game down in Baton Rouge, uh, Alabama versus LSU. The crowd really doesn't have to sh- can show up that game uh, up in Death Valley. But, you know, these – I'm not going to give away my predictions for either of these games. We'll save those for predictions. But all I have to say is – the winner or loser for these matchups definitely is, will be the favorite um, in the SEC championship. I just don't see any other teams besides those four teams uh, playing against each other in the SEC championship. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tennessee and Georgia is going to be crazy. Tennessee, high-powered offense heading to Georgia. It's going to be really loud. Georgia has a pretty good defense. That's uh, at uh, 3.30 Eastern this Saturday on CBS. And then we have Alabama against LSU. Um, I believe that that is at 7 Eastern on ESPN this Saturday. College game day, popular pregame show is going to be in Georgia. Um, But, I mean, Tennessee in the college football playoff poll was ranked number one. That That has not happened in a very long time. Uh, so, I mean, if you're a Tennessee fan, I think you are very, very, very excited about this season and how it's been going so far. Yeah, and it's only the second year under Josh Heupel. So just for him to be able to build such a great offense and just a great program uh, overall in just a matter of two years, it's something that Jeremy Pruitt or Butch Jones or Lane Kiffin or just any of these coaches – um, in the past, you know, we haven't seen that from him. But finally, we have a coach that knows what he's doing, that knows how to run a football team. And fans that are not even uh, Tennessee fans, you got Florida fans, like even out of the SEC, like every, like there's just so many college football fans that love seeing Tennessee be good. I mean, it was honestly kind of boring just seeing Alabama or Georgia or these other teams, you know, blowing out. So just seeing another competitive team up there, especially Tennessee, I think it's something special. And I really do love Hendon Hooker and what Josh Heupel, Jalen Hyatt, and all of them has been able to do this season. Um, And then also what I've just been so impressed by is how – you know, how their offense is like a very, you know, they move really quick in between plays, Tennessee, and they're just so mistake-free. That's what I find so impressive. They run such a quick offense, you know, you know, yeah, moving from play to play, and they're just so mistake-free, and it's just so impressive, and you can really see the change that Hypel has brought to Tennessee, certainly. Um, and then, you know, for Georgia... 
And then uh, for Georgia, you know, they have a good defense. Obviously, they won the championship last year. But I'm telling you, if Tennessee wins this game, I mean, could we say they're a lock for the college football playoff? You know, certainly as long as they don't lose anything, I would think that they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, like, like what you said, it's, it's definitely very good. Um, so then Alabama and LSU, Alabama, you know, losing to Tennessee, you know, all of that, trying to, you know, get back on track. They really got to win out if Alabama wants to make the playoffs um, against LSU. LSU coming off of a big win against Ole Miss. They've gone all the way up to number 10 in the college football playoff rankings that were released um, on Tuesday. And, you know, both of these games will have major uh, implications on the SEC championship and the college football playoff, I believe. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what – so, like, this is a, t- a, t- a question that could be asked by SEC fans or just college football fans, is what side do you think is better, the SEC East or the SEC West? Ooh. Um, well, hold on. Is it SEC West has, uh, or East has Bama and Tennessee, I believe, correct? No, SEC East, uh, has the um, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Missouri, Vanderbilt, um, Kentucky, you know, those teams. And then the SEC West has Ole Miss, LSU, Alabama, Auburn, um, and so those teams. So, like, think of that. For the yeah, I mean, no, that is the SEC West, a thousand percent. All right, I'm back. Sorry. Um... So I don't really know what y'all talked about real quick. Um, real quick. Well, just to catch you up real quick here, uh, we were talking about some of the major games between uh, Tennessee and Georgia and Alabama versus LSU. And then we were also talking about how uh, the SEC West is better than the SEC East. First of so, all, it's not true. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I think. I think well, you got, Tennessee, you got the top two teams in the country. In the East? Yeah. Eight, wait a minute. Hold on. That's what I thought, but Aiden said that the top two teams were in the West. No, they're in the East. All right. Well, whatever. It's the East then. Here, Alex is the SEC man. Uh, the yeah. SEC most college football guy out of all of us. But So just what are your thoughts on Tennessee versus Georgia and Alabama versus LSU? Okay, so... um. Obviously, it's a big game, um, biggest game in my my life, your life, Aiden's life, and most of our most. I'm not saying all our audience, most of our audience's life. Um, one versus one in college football polls for Tennessee and AP poll for um, Georgia. Um, I like college football playoffs better a little bit more. Just kidding. Um, and I would I like to think of this game. As Tennessee's always underrated. Put put um, Alabama, same team as Tennessee. Now put Alabama against Georgia. Now let's see what those odds are. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, if you give Alabama, t- Tennessee's uh, whole, time, whole entire time, um, Alabama would be the ranked number one team. Just, just saying. Tennessee, Georgia has a 75% chance to win and against one versus one. I think and then, that's unfair. And, yeah, and then, okay, now let's look at Clemson versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame has a 30% chance to win. That is still in a major um, higher much chance for Clemson to win, but let's think, a struggling – we're well, not struggling. They're not struggling, but they're um, around a 500 team. Beating a top four team is a higher chance to happen than a on fire Tennessee beating Georgia. Now, if you put if you put the roll tight in there, let's see how much that would change. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, so. I think that's what Tennessee needs to prove, and that's what they're going to prove this week. Um, yeah, so we're just – here we go. Aiden's back now. Uh, we're just wrapping up some of the SEC and the college football stuff. But, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Alex. Yeah, so now let's get on to the predictions. All right, uh, predictions. Make our picks for this Alabama-LSU games. Tennessee game, and we'll also finish up with this biggest games of the week in our upset picks. Um, yeah, who wants to tell them about the kind of how the scoring works? Uh, or, Aiden, you want to do it? Yeah. So basically, how the scoring works is for each prediction that you get right, you will get you will receive one point, and then for each prediction that you get wrong, you will get minus one point. So you can go in the negatives. If you completely do bad, like Benjamin did last week, it wasn't um, – it was for a practice thing, but Benjamin, he didn't really do good on his predictions last week. But hopefully it, the whole – I think the whole thing starts over this week, so we're all at zero. So he, he gets another chance um, to not make any dumb mistakes like putting, putting Florida over Georgia. But <laughs> anyway – but if you have, there's an upset. We each have an upset pick of the week where we have a upset. Um, you know, an unranked team be a ranked team, and if you get the upset correct, you will get two points. And then yep. if you get it wrong, do you get minus two points? Or even, or even a, uh, you know, they can both be ranked. It just one has to be, you know, heavily favored. Yeah. Yeah, and the one un- most unique important part about this is you can wage your points. So say that I don't really think what Alex predicted is, I think it's not good, or I don't think that th- that's going to happen. So I can wage your points, and if that, and if Alex, say Alex just gets it wrong, and I wager like five points on, on it, then I will receive five points, and Alex will lose five points. So it's definitely something unique uh, that you can wager points. So that I mean, you can't do in college game day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So yeah, and we'll, yeah, we'll, and we'll it, be keeping up with all the every single week. 
all of our predictions. We will keep up with the points. So whoever loses this week could definitely still win by the end of the year. And we'll stop it. We'll restart the end of the year. And then we'll see if we have a winner of like who the best predictor of 2022 is. So are we, are we ready to get into it? Yeah, now that we know it. how it works. All right. So you guys have got your prediction sheet. Uh, we've got Oregon State versus Washington. Who do you guys have? So this is actually my upset um, pick. I know it's so early. It's going to be the game that's Friday. So, yeah, the game that's this Friday. And I have Washington beating Oregon State. I know Oregon State is ranked 24. They're not high up in the rankings, and we could see this going either way. But just the upset um, pick for this week for me is going to be Washington. And I think Washington will win this game against Oregon State at home. So, um, I also got the uh, Huskers, Washington. I don't predict. I don't see them as my underdog pick, but I do see them getting a major victory and and against Oregon State as Oregon State travels to Washington, and I think that just be enough to just kind of just break the edge for Washington because. Oregon State is a ranked team, but they are not really highly ranked team. And I feel like I think Washington's like the ranked twenty seven or twenty six team. So it is kinda on the score sheet. It looks like Oregon State may win, but it doesn't matter about stats and scores. Uh, it matters about the game and I think Washington. Yeah, so I got I got Washington, Oregon State's ranked twenty third. So it certainly is it is an upset, but I just feel like Washington and their crowd on a Friday night is going to be loud. It's going to be too much for Oregon State to handle, so I have Washington. So how about North Carolina versus Virginia? I have North. I have the North Carolina Tar Heels uh, beating Virginia. I don't see Virginia winning this game, um, so I think that North Carolina will end up winning this game. I also got the Tar Heels. Drake May is on fire, and there's – They'll destroy Virginia. The, the Cavaliers won't know what to do. Uh, so I do I do like Virginia, but I do have to go with the North Carolina Tar Heels. I think, like Alex was saying, North Carolina is just going to be too much for Virginia to handle, and I have the Tar Heels winning that. How about Texas Tech versus TCU? Um, I don't think this game will be close. But it definitely, definitely could uh, Texas Tech could win, but I, I don't really think so. Um, so I have TCU winning at home, and I think TCU has a good offense, and obviously not as good as uh, Tennessee or Ohio State, any of those offenses like that. But TCU does have a good offense, and they've been playing um, good this season. Uh, they're ranked seven, so I got TCU beating Texas Tech. Okay, so TCU is obviously the ranked number seven team in the AP poll. And also, the, I think, the college football playoff poll. And Texas Tech has a 26% chance to win. And guess kind of what Tennessee percentage is to win. 25.5. <laughs> so, you know what I got to say. TCU. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, same. I have to go TCU. There's going to be too much. By the way, TCU is one of those teams where if they can win out, don't be surprised if they may find themselves 
in the playoff at number four. I'm just saying it could happen. Their strength of schedule is really tough, and if certain things go their way, and especially if they win out, you can make a real argument for them. So, Speaking yeah. of college football strength of schedule, do you think if um, Georgia is not able to pull off this win, do you, what, what do you think of them getting into the college football playoffs? Well, I think it depends on the other teams around them. Like, I really believe if TCU wins out and Georgia loses this game, I seriously think TCU is that number four team. But, uh, they had, but uh, as we can tell from previous years, uh, the committee loves SEC teams. and Yep, you're right. So TCU, it could be it, tough, but I don't know. I But I think as for Georgia, if they lose this, I it's mean— It's going to be hard. Same thing for Tennessee. So same thing for Tennessee. I think it's going to be hard for both, but I think, I think yeah. Georgia is going to be worse of a loss if ten, than Tennessee loses. I think, though, for Tennessee, they probably have the best win, which is against Alabama. And if they find themselves in the SEC championship and they're able to win that, I think Tennessee will be okay. So, yeah. Because yeah. they have the best win of the season. And if you pull out Georgia, that would be the two best wins of the season. So, let's see here. We got Tulane versus Tulsa. Who you guys got? I got Tulane winning this game. Um, I think they could just beat Tulsa, so I've got Tulane. I don't. I don't want to be all the same as y'all, but I just can't see Tulane losing to Tulsa. So Tulane. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. I got Tulane in this one. Ohio State versus Northwestern. Ohio State, go Buckeyes. Well, no, don't go Buckeyes, but they're gonna win this game. I have Ohio State um, winning against Northwestern. I don't see Northwestern coming close to this. And so far, our predictions have all been the same. So um, that's really interesting because that didn't happen last time. But yeah. I think Ohio State is going to win this game uh, easily. Uh, I got Ohio State uh, winning this. But just so you guys know, we do not really share our predictions with each other before uh, the you know, the podcast and all that. So this is a funny coincidence right here. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's yeah. see how far we can get. Before yeah, we go, let's see. predict. Let's predict how far we can go down. I think the I next mean, one. I think the next one, too. Well, I think the next one I know who I've got. But, I'm, I, you know, my upset is going to shock a lot of people. So I think it's going to end there. I don't. There's no way someone's picking that. So we have uh, Oklahoma State versus Kansas. Who you have? I have, I have Oklahoma State, and Alex, go ahead. What do you say? The Cowboys are doing good in the NFL, but not in college. That's why I got the Jayhawks. They are oh they're a really, once a good basketball team. Now they're a football program. So let's go for the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, breaking I it have, up. Got Oklahoma State on this one. Boo. So, Alex broke the streak, but me and Benjamin still have the same predictions. And for game seven, UCF versus Memphis, I also got um, the ranked team, UCF. Just I cause, have. Just because Memphis has been struggling, but it is at Memphis. That is a big um, thing because Memphis is a pretty good team. I have UCF winning this game. Um you know, UCF obviously coming to with a close win uh, last week. And so I think UCF 
uh, you know, that win against Cincinnati really does help. Um, and now they're in the AP poll top 25 as the 25, ranked 25 team. And Memphis, um, obviously, is home. Um, they're a decent team, but I don't see them winning, so I got UCF in this game. All right, well, we're going to keep that streak alive because I've got UCF. UCF will win this game. I'm pretty sure about that one. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like UCF, they're, they're certainly an underrated team in college football. They've kind of turned their program around a few years ago with Scott Frost and all that. And, you know, yeah. So Penn State versus Indiana. I have Penn State in this one. Who do you guys have? I have Penn State. Um you know, coming off the loss to Ohio State, they really kept up with them until the fourth quarter, I would say. So Penn State is not a bad team. They're still a really good team. Um, but I – and, you know, because they are still a good team, I think that they are just better than um, Indiana. And I don't see Indiana winning. So I have also – will keep the streak alive with eight games so far. And I will say Penn no. State wins this game. No, first of all, it's not the streak. I said Kansas, so I did ruin it. No, but me and Benjamin still have a streak going on. Oh. Um, so the Penn State are an amazing team. Um, the Hosiers have been struggling, and the Penn State um, have been doing amazing. But I'm going the Hosiers. Just, just keep it going. Let's keep it going. I love the Hosiers. Go Indiana. All right, Oregon versus Colorado. I got Oregon in this one. Pretty big here. I also have Oregon pretty big in this one. I, I don't think Colorado is a, a good football program. They're not really doing good this season, so I have Oregon big. Yeah, Colorado is one of the worst teams. I don't mean to be rude, but it is kind of factual. They are one of the worst teams in college football currently. So Agreed. I'm gonna have to go with obviously the ranked team, Oregon, pulling off a major beatdown on Colorado. Alrighty, here we have Michigan State versus Illinois. I have Illinois. Michigan State has really struggled this year. I thought that they were gonna do a lot better, but unfortunately, they have not performed to their expectations. And I have Illinois. And I also have Illinois, um, Michigan, three. I think they're like three. They've only won three games this season. So I don't really have Michigan State win this game, and therefore I have Illinois winning this game. I'm also also going to have to agree with y'all. Um, Illinois is a ranked team coming into this, and they're at home. against a struggling Michigan State that just got slaughtered by Michigan Wolverines, so why not um, they lose again to the Fighting Illini? All right. Uh, who, what is next? Uh, Syracuse versus Pittsburgh. Um, so this is this might be where the uh, me and Benjamin's streak ends because I do have an upset. I think Pittsburgh at home uh, will beat Syracuse, and I would like to know y'all's predictions. So I have Pittsburgh. Oh, man. I have Syracuse, so the streak does end. Uh, go Orange. Go Syracuse. Uh, I do like Syracuse, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, I do have Syracuse. I think that they're just going to sneak by Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, so I got Syracuse. I'm going to have to go with Aiden over here. 
Um, like he said, Pittsburgh, they're at home. And we all know how Pittsburgh's been at home this year. They've had the closest game to Tennessee. And I think that's the biggest bragging right you can get in college football currently. So, Tennessee, an orange team, they were able to beat Pittsburgh. So, the Pittsburgh needs to get their revenge on the orange. Pittsburgh over Syracuse. That is my upset pick. Oh, wow. So, upset pick. So, Pittsburgh over Syracuse. I want to wager that. Wager it. Yeah, let's wager it. I want to wager. Let's go. Um, I'm not going to wager that high because I feel like actually Pittsburgh could win. Um. I'm so going three we, points here. Three points. Yeah, I, that's just what I was going to say. We're on the same page. Uh, Yeah, I'll wager three points. Let's do that. Do I also get three points? No. No, because you predicted, you, or you per, you predicted uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, so, I also predicted Pittsburgh. So, yeah. So, no. Like, like, what was your upset pick again? You said it was... Washington, Oregon State versus Washington. So, I picked Washington, and so I don't get... I can't wager with you. Yeah, me too. We all... We can't we can't wager, which is actually probably a good thing because it's an upset pick for a reason. It won't likely happen, so No, it will happen. I mean it will. Especially mine. Like they will happen. I was just joking about oh, uh, let me I was just give joking up about up with that. Gladly. I was just joking about Florida. Alright, well let's go Liberty versus Arkansas. I do have Arkansas, but I do really like Liberty, you know, Malik Willis and all that, but I have Arkansas. I also agree with you. Um, I also do like Liberty, but I think that Arkansas, you know, they're the they're the they're the SEC team here, and I think SEC is just that they're just too hard to play. So I don't think Liberty can play. I don't think Liberty. I think Liberty could do good, but I don't see them winning. So I have Arkansas in this game. Uh, I think this definitely is gonna be one of the big good games this week. Um, besides. Um, the SEC showdowns that we're going to be able to see. I think this will be the, one of the best weekends ever in college football. And I know Liberty's ranked team traveling to Arkansas, so that's why I got the Razorbacks. All right, Texas, sorry, Texas versus Kansas State. I do have Texas in this one. All right, I have Kansas State, and I would love to wager, Benjamin. Really? I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wager all these points. Let's also do three. Wow. All right. I'm. I'm willing to go with two. I'm willing to go with two. Let's do two. Okay. All right. And I have. You know who I have for this game? Ooh. I'm gonna have to agree with Benjamin because I picked Texas to win this game. Hey, not fit. You want me to pay major with you? I will wager exact this two points. I'll wager two points. That Texas will beat Kansas State. A lot of action. All right, you guys, are you ready for the next game? So we have Alabama versus LSU. Who do you guys have? Alabama. This one is. Um, Alabama's going to travel to Death Valley. They're going to pull a Tennessee, shut the fans out, kick them out the first in first half. They're going to dominate the rest of the way. Alabama. So this game, like we said, obviously made is going to probably determine the SEC West. Um, as I really do want LSU to win this game as much as I don't like Alabama, but I just don't think LSU will beat Alabama. So I'm gonna have to go with Alabama this game. All right, 
This is my upset pick of the week. I have LSU Tigers. I think that that really ends it for Alabama and their college football playoff hopes. And I do have LSU, especially since Alabama, they only stuck by Texas A&M. They lose against Tennessee. Uh, I mean, I got, I do have LSU. So I'm willing to wager, if anyone's willing to wager here, I'm willing to wager five points. I'll wager six points. Six points? Yeah. All right, I'll take it. I'll go with six points. All right, Alex, would you like to wager anything um, with this Alabama LSU game? Okay. Seems like Alex is on the phone over there. We'll see. He likes Alex likes to wager. You think he'll wager, Aiden? Um, I think he will wager. I think he'll wager. Uh. Some points like he was obviously he was off. Oh, here we go, guys. I'm willing to wager. Let's oh, get it up. He is emphatically willing to wager. Oh, my goodness. Who Alex, is this for the Alabama game? Yeah, Alabama. I have LSU. That's my upset pick of the week. How much you willing to wager? I'm wagering four. Let's go with four. All right, so we got four and we got six. So overall, I could lose 10 points, but I don't think I will. I think I'm going to gain 10 points because. LSU, there's nothing like Death Valley at night. That place is going to be rocking. That's going to be a good game. So, okay, so let's talk about these uh, wagers so far. So yeah, sure. um, Aiden would get two for his upset pick against Oregon versus Washington. I would get two against Syracuse-Pittsburgh. We also wavered, me and Benjamin wavered three points for that. And 13, uh, 13 game is Texas versus Arkansas State. Um that that was State, uh, State, but yeah. Do what? Uh, I just gonna say Texas versus uh, Kansas State, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Benjamin uh, and Aiden, y'all both waiver two points, so I have four points on the line. Benjamin and Aiden have two points on the line. Uh, and Alabama LSU, Benjamin that is his two point upset pick, and I also waiver four points, so. Benjamin has six points on the line. I have four points on the line for that. Well, game. I wagered six as to oh. that game too. I got ten points on the line for that game. Aiden wavered six, so you have twelve. All right. Well, let's go Michigan versus Rutgers. I got Michigan. Michigan because it's Rutgers are struggling and Michigan just a beast. Well, Michigan. Um. I do think they should have been in the number four spot in the college football playoff rankings. And I don't think – I think Clemson and Michigan should, like, switch. I think Clemson deserved that number five, and then Michigan definitely uh, should have been number four. I know a lot of fans were mad about that. But for this game, I have Michigan beating the Rutgers. All right. Uh, let's see here. Clemson versus Notre Dame. I have Clemson there, but Notre Dame might actually keep it close. Maybe like a one possession game, maybe two possession, but it's definitely a watchable close game, I would say, since it's a Notre Dame, but I do have Clemson winning that. I have Clemson winning against Notre Dame. Like you said, I think it could be close, but I just don't think that Notre Dame, um, you know, they're coming off a big win. Um, you know, but I just don't think that they're going to beat Clemson. So I think 
this was really upsetting. Um, if the all if I almost picked Notre Dame, I wanted to pick Notre Dame so bad, but Clemson's a higher rated team, just been better all for a good chunk of the season. So I think I'm just gonna have to barely get the edge of Clemson, but this is definitely gonna be a close game. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way. All right. So yeah, I mean you're right. Uh, I got Arizona versus Utah. I have Utah on this one. I love the Utah because twelfth um, Arizona travels to um, Utah, the twelfth ranked team after playing USC last week, and I think Arizona is just going to be tired down while. The Utah is not his – sure, the schedule has been pretty easy, so I'm going with the uh, Utah. Utah, Utah U- Utes or something like that. Utes or something. Yeah. I am also going with Utah this game. All right. Wake Forest versus NC State. I got Wake Forest just barely winning that one. Wake Forest. So, yeah, this is another close game. That could uh, be good to watch, but I do agree with Benjamin here. I think Wake Forest will win against NC State. Okay, I uh, let me see what I put down. Do I agree with y'all or not? Let's get the drum roll, please. I do not have Wake Forest. I'm going with NC State. Let's oh, go, boy. NC State, baby. I'm not going to wager anything because this game could go either way. Cause yeah, I you're not going to wager because you're scared. But I do think about Wake Forest. I'm not wagering at all. That is a coin flip to me. I mean, that could go either way. But I do have Wake. All right, you guys, let's see. UCLA versus Arizona State. I have UCLA. I also have UCLA beating Arizona. I also have UCLA. Let's go. Fired up. All right. California versus USC. I have USC. I also have USC. I just don't think California is good like the Trojans, so I think USC will win. I, I don't like to be um, the same thing as y'all because y'all suck at predictions, but y'all are right. USC. All right, USC. All right, you guys. Now we go on to NFL Eagles versus Texans. We touched on this one earlier. I got the Eagles. What do you guys have? Um, like we said earlier, uh, I don't think the Texans uh, have been doing good, great this season, and I think that I got the Eagles going uh, eight zero for right now. So I think the Eagles are gonna beat win. Texans, like I said, struggling. Struggling against Titans. Guess what? Eagles are better than Titans. Sadly, I admit it, so I'm going Eagles. All right. Uh, Chargers versus Falcons. I got the Chargers. I also have the Chargers winning this game. This game could go either way, but I just think the Chargers will uh, win this game. I'm going with the Falcons, baby. They are the home team going with the Falcons. Give me All them right. points. Who wanted to wager this? I'm not, I'm not wagering. I think that the Falcons could win. Exactly, because I was scared, like I'm saying. 
I don't think I'm going to wager anything. Because uh, you're scared. For NFL games every week. Because NFL games, they're really unpredictable. They're not like, they can't, they can't be as much blowouts as college you can get because they're not as good college teams. So, but NFL, like, it's really close and go either way. So, I don't think I would, I would want to wager anything unless you make, like, a stupid, like, a stupid, stupid, like, prediction. But, like, I'm not going to wager anything. But I do think that uh, the Chargers are going to beat the Falcons. All right. Dolphins versus Bears. I got the Dolphins. I also have the Dolphins. I also have the Bears, baby. Oh, my goodness. Alex always. Wager these points. Wager these points. I'm willing to wager. I'll wager you two points for that one. I'll wager you two points also. And I'm not wagering anything. Oh, boy. So Aiden's going to play it safe. All right. Aiden's going to be, no matter what, probably in the middle. Yeah, right? And All right. It's just going to be one way. Either blow out by Benjamin or blow out by me. You got to play it smart. All right. Panthers Panthers versus Bengals. I got the Bengals in this one. Shoot. So, so far, me and Benjamin have agreed on everything uh, in the NFL so far because I also have the Bengals. I, they just lost to the Browns big on Halloween night, but I don't think the Bengals will lose to the Panthers, so I get the Bengals. I also agree they're struggling. Panthers have not been the same without CMC, and that's why. All right, Packers versus the Lions. I got the Packers pretty big here. I am also. I also got the Packers. You know, like we talked about before, T.J. Hawkinson obviously is no longer on the Detroit Lions, and I uh, that will make them. I feel like they'll struggle more without their best tight end. So I have the the uh, I have the uh, <laughs> sorry. I was thinking to sneeze. I have the Packers. I also have the Packers. All right, Raiders versus the Jaguars. I have the Raiders winning this one. How about you guys? Um, I'm gonna have to agree once again in the NFL with Benjamin. Um, once again, I'm gonna have to go to the Jaguars, baby. Oh my goodness! I'm he not wagering wager these points. No, no, I am not wagering. Yeah, you're not wagering. Y'all are scared. I'm not gonna wager that either. But I don't. I do think the Raiders are gonna win. I am in your head, baby. I am in your head. All right, Colts versus the Patriots. We got to fire it up, Alex. Let's see. I have the Patriots winning this, and I bet you he's going to say the Colts, and he's going to want to wager. Am I correct about that, Alex? You are not correct. I also got the Patriots. New England is on fire. Same thing with my picks. We are both on fire. We're going to win this together. Let's go. Well, no, I was not you. I was talking about Patriots. Pretty much Benjamin, I think for NFL, I feel like pretty much what Benjamin says, guys, just expect from me because I also have the Patriots winning against the Colts. All right, Bills versus Jets. I have the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills are just a little bit too much for the Jets, but I got the Bills. I also have the Bills. So, you know how what our favorite airplane to drive it ride is? What? Oh. A bill. Let's go, Bills. <laughs> okay. So Vikings versus the Commanders. I got the Vikings. And once again, I agree with Benjamin. I also have the Vikings. Okay. You know what we need? We need a major upset. Oh, my goodness. And it's not going to happen now. That is the Vikings. 
All right, Seahawks versus Cardinals. I got the Seahawks. Let's go. Who you guys got? I this is the uh, one where I can't agree with Benjamin because I have the Cardinals defeating the Seahawks. Battle of the birds in real life. Seahawks will win in a real life battle, but they're not going to win in football. Cardinals. Interesting. Touchdown. All right, Rams versus Buccaneers. I do have the Bucks. Surely Brady can turn the ship around and win. I also had the Buccaneers. I think that uh, the Rams have not been uh, living up to the hype um, after winning the Super Bowl last year. Uh, but neither does the Buccaneers. Um, obviously, they're both uh, struggling a little bit on the season. But I think Tom Brady can turn the ship around. So I do got the Bucks winning this game. All right, Ravens versus Saints. Then we'll move hey, around to Titans hey, versus Chiefs. And hey, versus hey, hey, hey. I said Buccaneers. Don't skip me, buddy. Oh, you said, oh, you said, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, go Buccaneers. We're going to turn this ship around. All right. So, Ravens versus Saints. I got the Saints. We forgot Titans, Chiefs. I know. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Let's, do, okay. let's do the last two local teams at the end here. I have, the, I have yeah, the I right. have the right Ravens. Ravens, all right. All right, Benjamin. I don't want to be on your side, but I'm going to be on your side today. The Saints are going to be carried by Alvin Kamara, and they're just going to dominate the Ravens. All right, here we go. Titans versus Chiefs. Sunday night football. I love my Titans, but I have exactly. the Chiefs. So I all I. I also really love the Titans, but we don't know. I don't know about the quarterback situation yet um, uh, on Tennessee's uh, end of the football. And I don't think Malik Willis is ready for the starting position. I still think he needs to uh, progress a little bit. And it's at Arrowhead, so the atmosphere there uh, always crazy. It's very hard p- place to play at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, and it's the Chiefs. I mean, they're five and two, same record as the Titans. And this game could determine the uh, AFC seedings later in the season, but we never know. But I, as much as I do want the Titans to win, and plus, trust me, I, I from coming from uh, Nashville, I do want the Titans to win, but I got to give it to the Chiefs. And I think Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will defeat the Titans. Um, like um, Benjamin said, it is a night, uh, Sunday night football major game, probably one of the biggest games of the weekend. So if you're a Tennessee Titans fan or Tennessee slash Titans fan, big week for you. So big week for us. Um, but every year since um, 2010, Chiefs have been a better team. But somehow, Titans every single time have pulled off an upset, except for the AFC. We don't talk about the AFC conference. Um, every single time, Titans have beat the Chiefs besides the AFC conference. So I'm going Titans, baby. Let's wager up for Titan up. I'm not wagering. I don't want to wager. Nissan has nothing on Arrowhead. I mean, Arrowhead has nothing on Nissan. My goodness. Nah, no, I'm not wagering. I'm not wagering that. All right, everyone. Are you wagering, Aiden? 
No. All right. Okay, everyone, settle down. Take a deep breath. I ain't settling down for this, baby. So, Tennessee versus Georgia, the game of the week in the SEC and in all of sports, 2.30 Central Time on CBS, Tennessee versus Georgia. I have the balls of Tennessee because I feel like that they actually – She's scare me a little bit. I'm not just saying that. Who do you guys have? I'm not just saying this to be a biased Tennessee fan, but – we're gonna keep. I'm gonna. We're gonna try to keep that number one spot in the college football playoff rankings. And I'm going. If I had Lee Corso's mask head, I would. And because you know what I would put on, I would put on that smoky head mascot. Because Tennessee Volunteers are gonna be the Georgia Bulldogs. Let's go. So you know Georgia has an amazing defense. We all know that. But amazing defense. Has a limit. Amazing offense does not. So I'm going balls, baby. Balls by 30. Balls by 30. Balls by 30. Oh, my goodness. Voice crack, but balls by 30. Oh, my goodness. You know, does let's wager. Want to wager. I want to wager how big of a blowout this is going to be. If I would like to wager. I would like to wager. I'm going to wager. I'm going to wager that. I'm going to say that balls are going to win by two. So... I'm going to wager. You say 30? I'm willing to wager. No, no. 30. We're doing 14. 14 or under. All right. 14 or under? Oh, my goodness. Um. This is worth two points for everybody if you get it right. All right. Uh, I say it's going to be under 14. And I'm wagering two. Can I wager if Georgia beats Tennessee? No, you can get out of here with saying that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to... Uh, I'm not gonna wager anything because this game could uh, uh, go any, what any, any, anywhere. So I'm not gonna wager anything. But I have the Tennessee Volunteers winning. Okay. Well. Okay. So I think Benjamin is going to be correct about the um, under. So I just kind of want to be opposite. So I'm gonna be upper two points. All right. So there you guys go. So. There's all of our predictions. Any final thoughts before we end this episode of Behind the Crest? Or not Behind the Crest. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I misspoke there. I apologize, you guys. Might edit that one out. But before we end this episode of In the Press Box is what I meant to say. Um, final thoughts well, before we end the episode. I want to talk about this, like I said, Tennessee for Georgia game. Like I said, I don't want to bring it up a lot because – I don't want to be like a seal running around like a. Okay, sorry, the kind of weird analogy. Um, so I think Titans is appropriate. No, 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 it's not inappropriate. Like the seal, like have you seen like a seal like yeah, yeah how a seal like brings up? You ever seen that analogy? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Okay. Um. So I go in Tennessee because of their. If you put Alabama in their shoes. All the way, Alabama would be favored to win, but Tennessee is not powerhouse. But they're fixing to be a powerhouse. That's why I got Tennessee. It's obviously the biggest game of the last ten years for a college, probably college sports. And I think it just really summons out the thing. There's been so many comparisons to LSU football team 2019 with amazing Joe Burrow. 
And guess who won the national championship? Volunteers for the national championship, and that is oh it for goodness. me. That that's a huge pick. That's like and the that hot is it for me. That is monster. You know, speaking of speaking of that, I think one thing that we kind of forgot to do in this episode is, and you guys don't have to. Do you guys have any picks for like the Super Bowl or the national championship or anything like that? Um, or should we right wait? now? We Eagles and the Vols, baby. That's what I was gonna say. The Eagles and the Volunteers. All right, I'm gonna have to go. You know, I'm gonna have to rock with the Chiefs and the Vols. Yeah, I gotta go with the Chiefs and the Vols for me. I think that the Chiefs will figure it out. Um, so any final thoughts? Let's see here. So again, if you guys have like any comments or feedback, or just anything like that, or you want to be on our show. Please email us at tlees558 at gmail.com. 558828. Thank you. Again, that is um, capital T, lowercase l e e s, 558 at gmail.com. tlees558 at gmail.com. And um, yeah. we will kind of talk to you before. You will kind of know what you were doing. It's not like, by the way, this is like our first podcast too. So it's not like you won't be doing anything or you won't be knowing to do. We'll talk to you before if you want to be in it or if you just have any feedback. And I think that's it for me and in the press box. Thank you guys also, for watching. Oh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. But one more thing is we will probably have um, a guest on next week uh, for the next, uh, for the second episode podcast. So, you may be looking forward to that. Who? Austin. Oh, it's a surprise. I didn't know that. <laughs> All right, Austin. Well, we'll leave that. We'll leave that a surprise as to who that is. And uh, yeah, so let's think. Any final thoughts? Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening, watching, whatever, wherever you All are. Right. Let's say something uh, Yeah. And uh, also, uh, let's go LeBron James and all that. Got to shout out my guy LeBron. So just really quick, just really quick, I had to say that. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to in the press box, and yeah. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, by the way, go and draw Morant. Uh, also, if you want to be in the show, you don't have to be in the full show. You can just be in a little segment if you want to be a guest picker with us for predictions, or if you want to say like a quick segment, like how we kind of did Tennessee Volunteers. If you know a lot about Tennessee Volunteers or Georgia. We would like to have you in the show. And thank you guys for watching, of course. I appreciate every single one of y'all watching. And that is, I think that's it. We're out. All right. See you guys later. Have a great night or day. And again, from wherever you're listening, thank you so much for listening and watching. We'll see you later.